Hy-V is excited to sponsor the debut season of the SDR Triple Option Podcast and a proud supporter of the Spencer High School Tiger football team. Shop Hy-V for all your tailgating needs this season. That's Hy-V on Grand Avenue in Spencer. Hey, Norwalk. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, take that. Making friends everywhere we go. Go back yeah. to the burbs. Yeah. Okay, Jabronis. just so you know, we're not eating in Norwalk now. You're tuned to the SDR Triple Option Podcast from the Spencer Daily Reporter. Let our local voices get you ready for the weekend of football ahead. In Episode 11, the guys recap the Tiger win against Bishop Helan, preview the playoff game against Norwalk, run through the brackets, touch on the Iowa-Penn State tilt, and TJ's Top 5. Please sit back and enjoy the SDR Triple Option Podcast. And welcome everybody to the SDR Triple Option Podcast, the high school playoff edition, as we will be talking Spencer Tigers in the playoffs. I am Randy Cawthorn, glad to have you along with us this week, joined in studio by the tanned and beautiful TJ Murphy. Eh. I thought he was talking about you, Shaughnessy. I know. I, I really did. That was a real hard left there at the end. Gonna, Randy, come on. You could also been talking about yourself, not going to lie. <laughs> not, not, not terribly tanned and obviously not beautiful. Just got home yesterday, actually this morning at 1.30, yesterday all day traveling three airports. What a what a ter- what a terrible endeavor for yeah, your I'm trip sorry. to Jamaica. Yes, I'm oh, sorry, dude. sorry, you jabroni to... of the week, T.J. Murphy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, listen to him complain about having to fly back from Jamaica. Flying uh, stinks. My thighs Flying are too sunburned. Terrible. <laughs> my, oh my god. My thighs have burns on them from the should sun. I, should I say why they're sunburnt? <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't. No, keep no. it in your pants. Yeah, we don't want to hear anything Jesus. about it. Do not want to hear a that word. That was impossible about it. where I was at to do such a thing. <laughs> let's just let's just say that. But good to be back. Uh, playoff edition. Playoffs. Champagne popping to the Spencer Tigers. Well done, boys. For us, not for them. No champagne popping for the Tigers. Sparkling grape juice. There you go. Sweet New Year's celebration of every high school kid. Sparkling <laughs> grape juice. And of course, you've heard him. You've heard him talk already as he drops the playoff line on us. Playoffs. There he is, Nate Shaughnessy. Over under 28 and a half. Playoffs. This podcast. I'll go. I'm going to go with the under. It'll get annoying eventually. Or already at two. That's kind of the point. <laughs> Just keep under. On, keep on saying it. What are we doing here, Nate? What, what exactly is the goal of the? Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say podcast. it. Talk about the playoffs. Dang it. There's three. Uh, we're just here to be guys, being dudes, being fellas, being bros, talking about football. Perfect. And, right? and playoffs? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's four. Yeah, I'm glad we're talking about playoffs. This would have been Five. a very unpleasant <laughs> show had uh, the Tigers not pulled through on Friday night. And they didn't just pull through, man. They did it in, in beautiful fashion. Of course, TJ was streaming it live in Jamaica. Now, how would you like to be sitting in Jamaica? You're, you're with TJ. You're his lovely wife. And you're sitting in Jamaica. And he's listening to high school football streaming uh, live on a Friday night. I think it shows a, a man of character and dedication. And, uh, you know, if she can really count on him for the important moments in life, that he will put his all into what matters most. Very good. Thank you. That's, uh, I couldn't have said any better myself. <laughs> what do you want me to say to that? That, that was touching. <laughs> I don't know what to say. A, a no. tribute. So he's it's, it's a know, very important game. TJ wants to come Certainly. in prepared for the podcast. Oh, know. and this is this is a big yeah, he deal. He doesn't want to come here and say anything stupid. Oh yeah, because I've never done <laughs> <No>. that. <laughs> I've never done that. Not again, anyway. I just hope there's so, no p- officials this Friday. They're a little overweight. So uh, there's a, there's an eighty percent chance there. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Have you seen high school reps? <laughs> a 
it's a better chance better chance of that than rain i think on friday i've seen seven that are in shape total like in your life yeah <laughs> so and most of those are nfl guys they're not one is that hockey yeah, you need for ed sure. hercules out there <laughs> ed hercules. holding offense number 65 is that guy right over there <sighs> Anyway, that was, that was TJ on the beach too. <laughs> oh yeah, all day for sure. Flexing Where's out. the weight room? <laughs> I'll check it out. Oh, yeah, I'll go find it. It's playoffs. Oh crap! Six <laughs> playoffs. Seven. <laughs> nice. The count goes on, and TJ's math will become in very handy here as we get closer to the end of the show. I am tan now, Randy, but uh, I don't know. The math might have slipped a little bit there. It was an all-inclusive resort, so uh, some brain cells might have been drank away. We're didn't, just going to leave that Don't one have there. to worry about what things cost. That's right. No. Was, I'm not figuring no. anything out. That, that is nice. That sounds like a great trip. While we were here watching from the sidelines on Friday night, great football game. Tigers taking out Heelan and uh, beating him down, quite frankly. I mean, I don't know us limiting him to under 50 yards rushing. Yeah. When was the last time we held a team, a Heelan team, under 50 yards rushing and just barely over 100 yards passing? I mean, they barely cracked 150 yards as a team. They had to throw offense. a lot of times, too, to get there. Yeah, and they paid the price for that a few times, man. There were some brutal hits. That quarterback took one at the end of the game. Uh, I didn't know sure he was going to get up from. Uh, it was Darius Green came and just untouched from that linebacker position and just laid him out, man. He got up. He gave, he gave you one of those <coughs> noises when he was getting up. And uh, uh, that was fun to watch as he staggered back to the huddle and uh, called for his mommy from the sidelines and uh, whatever he could do to try to make it through the next play. So we've done 40 segments of the SDR Triple Option podcast. So this segment, I'm going to do like the rest of them and not contribute much because I didn't watch the game. But I do have a question. Did we... Yeah, what do you want to know? Was our was our line where we just dominate them like when they do try a lot of run plays and whatnot? Was our was it our D line making a lot of the tackles and we got a lot of quarterback pressures from the D line too, or was it was it more linebacker level, kind of all was, the above? Or? Linebackers meeting them at the line of scrimmage mostly. Yeah. So D line was really doing because they run, work. they were mostly running out of shotgun. It'd be kind of those read option type runs, but it clearly wasn't a read option because the whole kid that plays quarterback for him and throws doesn't run at all, and then they'd line Drew Olson back there as a separate quarterback in the Heinz roll thing or whatever. The wildcat like, action. Yeah. And they'd go five wide with it with no other backs back there. Olsen hasn't thrown a pass all year. So it was like the easiest thing. They, that's, were, they that's were doing difficult. that on the 10, you know, and uh, we forced them to punt on that possession. So he, literally Drew Olsen had zero attempts on the season? To throw? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and in week wow. nine they're still putting him back there five wide. I'm like, oh, I'm scared. He'll, he was their quarterback last year when they had Clark dot in the eye, and he did not do a very good job. He, the kid can't throw the ball. He's a great athlete, though, as his uh, little uh, pitch interception Well, it was, it was definitely a game where his story proved he could do it all. Uh, once again, both sides of the ball and special teams. What a ridiculous performance from that kid. Yeah, just, I mean, it was just like he was going to say, hey. Well, you know, he had early in the game. First drive. He had that, that touchdown pass that went through his hands. And you just oh, you saw him. You saw his look on his face, like, "Oh man!" And you knew he was going to make up for that. That he was going to come back and make big plays, and he did all game long. Uh, I think he, nobody felt worse about that pass than he did because he knew, it, you know, it touched my hands. I should have had it. Well, on the first drive of the game, we had what, like third and twelve around our own forty or something like that, and we just tossed it up to Mike and he went and got it and kind of set the tone there. It, yeah. The drop did come after that, but then, yeah, that dude, 
just unbelievable again. And, 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 you know, Isaiah Spencer going off for 199 yards on, what, 25, 26 carries, something like that. Who's doing our stats? We couldn't find him one more yard. That's what I would have done. Come on, man. We Round can't up. find him another yard. Let's heal in those things. Yeah. <laughs> or Spirit Lake. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, uh, speaking of which, you and I had a conversation on the sideline, the Heelan uh, tackle for loss statistic yeah. was a little insane. They were gigantic. Like, they had kids coming in with, like, 20 tackles for loss. To their – let's see. They got – this Tobin kid down for four solo tackles for loss in that game. I don't know if I even buy that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I was going to say, I'm not sure. He may have got, well, if anybody did, it was him. Because he was kind of carrying that defense on his shoulders. But um, it Well, was, the Fenton kid's the one that came in with the most. He had like 19 and a half tackles for loss and like 13 sacks or something like that. Well, I had been waiting. I was curious to see what was going to happen with uh, Darius Green. That was, you know, these we, we heard about these kids that were coming, they're coming in. They weren't getting a lot of playing time yet. You can see him sporadically on, you know, uh, special teams coming in. And Darius Green made his presence known to uh, everybody who was not aware of who he was. Uh, he introduced himself very impolitely to the Helan squad. Yeah, to Drew Olson directly at the 10-yard line. Oh, God. He came flying down that field. And I haven't seen a hit like that. On a, I mean, we've seen some pretty good hits this year. I haven't seen a hit like that all season. I mean, he hit this kid so hard. He knocked him back three yards. Oh, yeah, he and, blasted him. Yeah. I was surprised he held on to the ball that time. Yeah, yeah. I, he probably lost a couple of teeth and was looking for his jog strap as he wandered off the field. It was like those Finkbeiner shots on Clark last year, except the human beings were smaller and moving faster. Yeah. It so was, it was pretty sweet. Well, and then he turned around on the next one, and I think it was uh, Titan Coleman. They got the blistering hit. He, I think he saw Darius coming, was trying to avoid him, and ran into Titan Coleman, who knocked the ball loose. And Huge Darius, mistake. Darius picked it up and returned it. And then late in the game, they sent Darius on a blitz. I think he had him in at linebacker, and nobody picked him up. And he just came in with a beeline on that quarterback, man. And you talk about loosening teeth. Holy smokes. So are you saying one of the best defenses in 3A just found another weapon? Is that what we're trying to say? Yeah. I, I just, I, I think this kid should turn him loose, man. Say, I, I mean, genu- so, ball carrier go. So I mean, TJ and I questioned the special teams going into this game, right? Because there had been some mistakes. Special teams were gorgeous on Friday night. The coverage was great. Just hammering dudes. And is, it because, is it because was big, he, he was on the kickoff team? He was a big part of that. Team. Ty did say that he let Coach Brewer have whoever he wanted for that game on special teams. So that was our max unit out there. And I got to assume... That'll kind of continue during the playoffs. I mean, you... playoffs? <laughs> was that nine? <laughs> so speaking speaking of the special teams, was it Mike at the end who had a was it a ninety four yard return for a touchdown yeah. and then yeah, that pick? Like that. It was I think that yeah, was the, the two plays that you it. referenced earlier. Yeah, yeah, just gigantic I mean, from your senior. You gotta yeah, love that big old onions plays. But I gotta I gotta admit. I didn't watch the game last week or follow it, so I feel like a guy that speaks English, and you guys are just having a Spanish conversation. I really have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. So the point of the game is to get the ball across the white line. John Madden, how many yards do you need on first down to get another first down? Well, you know, if you don't get any yards on the first down play, then on the second down play, you're going to want to get a couple of yards, maybe with the run, I don't know, 10? Thanks, John. Hey, back a, to the game. Uh, Coach Ty weighing in on somehow, last week's way. big win. Yeah, I was really pleased how we played. And, yeah, there was some pressure. I, I think there was probably a decent chance we would have made it had we not won as well. But we didn't want to leave it to that. You know, we wanted to feel good afterwards and be able to celebrate a little bit. And um, So it was a great feeling. And I, I just loved how, you know, I really challenged them to – 
early in the week what, what it would look like to dominate, you know. And, and so uh, it's, it was fun to see us go out. And, you know, if you take the turnovers out of it, then uh, I think we really would have. I mean, we were going down to go up 17 to nothing. And, and then we started getting the turnover bug, and we kept them around with, a, with some of them. But it was uh, credit to them that we didn't allow the turnovers to, to get us get in our head and that kind of thing. We just kept playing and um, made some big, huge plays on special teams. And so, you know, we knew we had to play well on special teams. We did. And I'm not even just talking about the kick return or the fumble that was picked up. I mean, our coverage was so great. I think that, that uh, first touchdown – on special teams where, where we hit the kid and he fumbled and we picked it up. I think that was set up for the previous kickoff because uh, Darius Green went down and hit him. And he's, the next kickoff, you can see, he sees Darius coming again. So he, he kind of slows down to move over to the next lane and then Titan hit him, Titan Coleman. So um, they did a, tr a great job. And, uh, you know, we, we obviously cannot turn the ball over like we did uh, and get away with it now that we're in the postseason. But, um, you know, we just – Got to focus on Norwalk now, and it's kind of a fun week. Coach Ty weighing in on the big win, launching the Tigers into the playoffs. They will be headed to Norwalk. Looking forward to that road trip, which we will talk about after the break. Playoffs? That one didn't count. <laughs> For over 40 years, Northwest Iowa bone, joint, and sports surgeons have been providing state-of-the-art orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Our physicians and staff are here to help you get back into the game by offering everything from sports medicine to total joint replacement, as well as hand and foot surgery. Visit us on the web at nwiabone.com. Whether you're out with the family or catching a game with the guys, the sports page has the food, drink, and televisions to make the evening for you. And don't miss out on our daily specials. Visit the sports page in South Spencer. Grab a seat. The game's on. Have a sick tree? Give the tree docs a call. We specialize in trees, disease management, and tree moving. Ruland Nurseries Tree Care, serving Spencer and the Iowa Great Lakes. Call us at 712-580-4868 or search Ruland Nurseries Incorporated on Facebook. Exact Eye Care of Spencer is a full-service optometric office and optical. With the latest technology, doctors Joni Brewer and Jessica Curran are able to provide comprehensive eye care. Their team of opticians provides nearly 40 years of combined experience in the eyewear field. From comprehensive eye exams to full-service optical, they have you covered. Most major insurance accepted. Exact Eye Care of Spencer, 712-262-3982. Exactly what you need, exactly what you want. Hey, we're back with more SDR Triple Option Podcast. It is the playoff edition for the Spencer Tigers, who launched themselves right into the postseason with a huge win over Helan. We're ready for a road trip. Guys, up for a road trip this week? Absolutely. And from now on, this podcast, let's say postseason instead of that other word to describe the, the level of football going on which, right now. Which high word school. is that? Postseason. What word? <laughs> Beyond regular season extended. I want to hear I'm the word. Confused. <laughs> All right, one more. Playoffs. Playoffs. There you okay, go. two more. <laughs> so it continues. Randy, we... absolutely up for a road trip. Let's do it, buddy. It's gonna All be right. fun. There was a fist pound, fist bump there, and uh, explosion at the end of that. For those of you uh, watching at home. Which speaking of, I still have to ask Paula if I can leave at two thirty. Paula, can I leave Friday at two thirty, please? Well, this caravan is leaving at 2.30 on Friday because it's a long drive and I'm going to want some, getting something to eat along the way. So if anybody has any good uh, food stops between here and Norwalk, because I know 
constantly Spencer people are traveling to Norwalk. Oh, yeah. And regular when day. aren't we making this trip? So uh, Every this, year, every season. So I'm sure there are some good eateries along the way that we can uh, dive into and grab a bite to eat. So the triple option team is going to take a road trip down there. We will be there for the game on Friday. Of course, we want to hear the shag. Oh, you missed the shag nasty chant. It was pretty good. Uh, it was beautiful. Probably oh, the best man. one we've heard all season against Healand. It was pretty good. It yeah. it scared it the, nice. the limited amount of Healand fans that were there on Friday night. Yeah, they sent like a contingent of 30. I so Bishop Healand got their MOC Floyd Valley on. They caught Dutch fever and uh, <laughs> did not uh, did not make the trip. But it was a uh, very weak showing. I, I was really... Uh, that tells me they, they know their team is no good. That's what that tells me. They, well, the thing they know it's a good team. It's not like Healan's total trash. It's just they're not, yeah, they're not ready for the show. Before we get into Norwalk, I got to give uh, Taylor Chapman a little uh, little plug here because after the game, of course, the Spencer kids were lined up and they gave them all celebrated the big win and they rang the bell. A lot of excitement, and then uh, of course there was a contingent of kids who decided they were going to run the victory lap, which has become pseudo tradition. Uh, after the Tigers here on the home field, which Taylor Chapman inadvertently tried to cut off because, first of all, the seniors were going to do their senior walk down the field. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, all the Healand players and, and coaches had moved off onto the track so they could do the senior walk. So if our kids had run around the track, guess what they were going to run right into? is the, the bunch of Crusaders. So Chapman's, yeah. Chapman's tra who are not very happy. So Chapman's trying to cut him off, and these kids just kept a bunch of them ran around him. And well, he's a you know he's a he's a national champion, eight hundred runner, uh, you know from when he was at Morningside. So needless to say, he made it across the field and cut them off before they got there. But uh, kudos oh, to oh, Chapman uh, AD Taylor Chapman, yeah, showing he's still got the stuff as he intercepts the kids and keeps them from running into the uh, the Helan family and uh, players over there. But uh, nice job by him. Probably Come wouldn't on. have ended too well if they got to the Helan players. They just got their butt whooped and that was yeah. a bunch of purple and gold yeah, I was, clad students running on them. Probably wouldn't have ended too well. Yeah, those Helan players got their butt whooped. They're not they're not little guys. It's not like they, you know, yeah, we, we, we had a contingent of elementary kids running around so that wasn't gone over too well we enjoy winning <laughs> we like to win but uh so winning has landed us a trip to norwalk which we've already kind of talked about for the postseason and <laughs> what do we know about norwalk besides they have a big dude a real dude they do have a dude they've got a dude at left tackle named tyler enders and you know he's a dude because brian ferentz recruited him and got him to commit to the uh, greatest university in the land Four-star recruit, too. Not like he's some three, two- or three-star recruit that's just sneaking in. No, he's he's four-star recruit. He's legit national. Yeah, 6'6", right? 285, runs a 5'3", 40. So we're going to get Rich Rod and Drew Thompson against him all night Friday. Uh, get your popcorn ready. That's going to be fun. Well, I might might get some De Leon action out there. Angel De Leon, too, yeah. yeah. Ooh, that'll be, that'll be fun Whatever. to watch. I would assume we'll try to bring extra pressure off the other well, side he's not where he's be able not. To, he's not going to block them all. Right. So, uh, you know, imagine he could take one, maybe two, uh, if he's as good as, as uh, labeled. So uh, I don't imagine it's going to stop the entire Tiger line from uh, getting across. Um, besides him, it looks like the star of the drink is Max Sutcliffe. You know, leads the team in passing, obviously, the quarterback, and rushing. I mean. Max Duggan Light. Uh, and his name's Max. How about that whole deal? That's right. How about that whole deal? 149 rush attempts, 656 yards, 11 touchdowns on the ground. Uh, another 1,605 yards through the air. 11 interceptions, though. I do like seeing that, especially against our defense. Only hitting on 51% of his passes, too. So, Well, we're going to up that percentage on interceptions. <laughs> and lower it for a completion percentage. Yeah. But they average, you know, the average 20... Math. 
27 passes a game. So we're going we're gonna to see them fill the air with footballs, that's for sure. I mean, their second leading rusher, Christian Nicholson, 330 rushing yards. So they, they prefer to go to the air. I would imagine a lot of shotgun. Haven't seen them, obviously, so don't know. But Well, and you got to figure uh, with that yeah. big guy on the line, they probably have decent protection. But, you know, a lot of teams, they've got one or two studs they can send at you, so you pick the big guy. we got a whole line full of studs. He's going to have to pick, and that's going to free the other ones up. And I'll tell you what. If they continue to send guys from that linebacking spot on blitzes, that quarterback is not going to have time to sit back there and uh, pick out receivers. From uh, from what I can gather, it's a it's Sergeant Bluff esque what they're running with a lot of the jet sweep stuff. Except it obviously depends mostly on the quarterback, and apparently he kind of tips his hand. Um, you know when he's running when they run a play like he, he, there's no like trickery. It's like if he's running, he's running. If he's throwing, he's throwing. So. Um, I would think our secondary would be able to key on that pretty well. I wouldn't want to throw against Spencer's secondary 27 times, so if I was them, I'd probably try to up those rush attempts and try to work with that huge kid on the line and try to pound us a little bit. But they've had him all year, and they haven't preferred to do it. That, that right. doesn't make any yeah. sense. you think you would have figured that out all season. Yeah, but to be fair, they did play uh, a garbage district. Their district was not very good. Their non-district play was very hard, but they lost three of those games. Uh, but I believe they were all the playoff teams, including a 4A playoff team in Indianola. So they've played good teams and then kind of been coasting through district play, which I don't you, you, you want that rest, or do you want to see like the max difficulty going into the playoffs like Spencer did with Sergeant Bluff and Heelan down the stretch? And you look at you know some of their scores, a lot of their district, like you said, Nate, a lot of their a lot of their uh, records, five and four, four and five, maybe a six and three here and there. But most of it was. Uh, you know, batting around 500 there, and not a lot of impressive. Some impressive scores here, some not. So, um, just like you said, we'll be battle tested. They won't. Um, and what we're what we've talked about a little bit. Team see that for triple option for the first time. You have seven days to get rid of get ready for that offense. Good luck. Yeah, have fun. And yeah, we we had that discussion. Uh, Coach Ty and I talked today a little bit off uh, off the uh, recorder, so to speak. And we'll have Coach Ty's comments about this game here in just a second. We talked about trying to duplicate that triple option, and he said that after the game with Webster City, their coach came over and actually made a point to talk to him about that, about how horribly hard that is for a team to try and replicate that for defensive purposes in practice. You know, and Ty said, look at how much time we spend every summer working with our quarterbacks just to get footwork down. Uh, you know, I mean, so the idea that a team can take and they're going to put this in place and you're going to be able to read it based on what you're seeing from your scout team not going to happen. And look, and I don't know how many of their games of ours they're going to watch, if they watch all nine or eight or seven, whatever, but we've thrown a lot of plays out there too. We have a very deep mm-hmm. playbook, and we've gotten, we've dove really deep into it this year. So they have a lot to prepare for, and out of, I, that's advantage us for there's, sure. There's a lot we still can do too, due to the personnel oh, that we have. Yeah. I, I can't imagine there aren't some tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. Hey, Coach Ty weighing in on that very thing, talking about Norwalk and what we could see on Friday night. Well, they've got some very big linemen. They've got one, one boy, one of their tackles, who uh, doesn't play a lot of defense, but I'm guessing he might, you know, now it's postseason. Uh, he's, going to the, he's committed to the University of Iowa. He's, gonna, he's getting a scholarship to go there, so he's a big guy. Um, but, uh, and, they don't, and they platoon almost both ways. They've got a lot of kids out, so they, nobody plays, uh, nobody starts both ways, and even their special teams uh, don't play on offense. So they've got totally three separate units, and and that's a, a nice luxury to have. I like to think we're in good enough shape that you know the conditioning isn't an issue this time of the year. But um, 
you know, they're big and, and uh, their quarterback's very athletic, which any, you know, most teams do have an athletic quarterback. It's kind of a prerequisite, but, and they run out of the spread, which you see a lot of, and um, they're well coached. Uh, uh, you know, they, their program's really taken an upswing in the last, I don't say five or six years. They were in the state finals, I think three years ago, maybe. And um, it's going to be a great challenge. You know, we do have some things that we haven't shown, um, but, uh, you know, you, you kind of hold them back for the right time and that kind of thing. I think every team's got that. Um, but in this, now that it's postseason time, you know, why you don't want to hold it back, you know, you don't have to hold it back necessarily. But uh, overall, we're gonna, we're not, we don't win games with doing those things. I mean, those, those can be a nice supplemental uh, thing to your offense and that kind of thing. But um, you win games just doing what you do. They got you to this point. You know, we, we've got to be able to run the ball and, and uh, mix in some passes to keep, keep them honest. And, and, and that's what we plan to do. So Tigers in Norwalk Friday night, long road trip. They said it's about three and a half hours. I haven't mapped it out yet, but uh, we'll have a good time. Uh, we always do talking ahead. We'll be doing kind of a podcast light in the car, and we will not be recording, uh, which will. Uh, Unless we get 10,000 requests to do so by Friday, then we will. Come on, guys. Let us hear it. Hit us up on the tweeters. That's right. Of course, you want to keep your keep your eye on twi- you Twitter. You don't know what we may be uh, talking about or throwing out on the way there. So, if you you should be listening to the podcast on the way down. Oh, not better to do. Absolutely, absolutely. You could actually listen to it about three or four times. Yeah, you uh, can on the way to down it again, and then hear playoffs like six more times. Yeah, thirteen. Nice. So very good. <laughs> but you, you look at Norwalk here. Three guys around thirty receptions. Actually, two over thirty receptions. One under. Looks like the best of the bunch. Zach Marker, thirty-eight receptions, five hundred ninety-three yards, seven touchdowns. Also got what was it? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Carries. Twenty-seven rush attempts. So like you said on the jet sweep. Looks like they find ways to get him the football. Probably their second, probably second uh, best op- offensive option. Looks like to me. It sure seems to be the case. This. Uh, let's see how big he is. Which one is it? Marker. Yes. Sutcliffe's 5'11", 190, by the way. Ooh. And Marker's... 5'11", 190? Marker's 6'2", 175, so kind of the story build. Um, so I, I assume he can get up and run like the wind once he's going. I wonder maybe for this week. Well, I got three guys that catch a lot of balls. Um, we've seen Mike's story throughout this season. He's played mostly on the right side. I wonder if they might have may shadow him on a... On us, uh, Zmar- Marker this for this game. <laughs> we don't know that. their roster. <laughs> <laughs> I looked down we and see Sutcliffe, like, no, that's not right. But I wonder if they might have, have him shadow him for this game or maybe just keep him on the right side. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's, 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 kind of, it's almost like the Richard Sherman thing. It's like, well, he shuts down this half, and we can just count on that all the time. Or you start with one, and then you, you know, we've seen how well Coach Hoekman is at uh, making adjustments. adjustments, So so it could be something we'll see for sure. Guys, I just want to steal something from the Ryan Fitzpatrick Stay Humble uh, collection. I'd just like to say I think our podcast has been a good luck charm for the Tigers this year. I mean, sure, they've put in great hard work, and uh, the coaches have done a lot of late-night film study and – made the uh, great decisions uh, to, to fix things at halftime. But I just want to say, guys, I think I think we should take a little credit uh, as the podcast. It seemed to be the good luck charm this year as we introduced it and look at the Tigers and how they've rebounded into a playoff team. Is Everybody it, needs a hype man. Is it safe to say then they had a podcast in 1994 because they won the title? The podcast did not exist in 1994. I was just asking. You know, they won a title in 94. Justin, you were a senior then. Did they have a podcast in 1994 for Spencer Tiger football? I was a freshman in Missouri, man. I thought you were here. No. Oh. For the first two. Oh, my bad. For the first two trips down there. Well, it was 91 and 2, right? 91 and 
You know, the beauty is we get out of this one, we get through Norwalk, and I don't want to, you know, look too far ahead, but we know what's waiting for us on the other side. It's either going to be Helan again, which I'm sure they're looking forward to seeing Darius again, and uh, or uh, Sergeant Bluff Luton, and man, I'd love nothing more than another crack at those guys. Uh, well, if Helan wins, we get to play him here. So yeah, that'd well, be okay. cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, it'd be a lot better than taking a three-hour road trip. And Bishop Helan does not have Max Delperdain. That's true. Britain, 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 Delperdain. Everybody's name Max. Sorry, Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Britain Delperdain. All right, hey, we're going to take another break. We'll be back with segment number three in just a moment. Don't let your honeydew list keep you from a weekend of football. Play some offense and let Nelson Jewelry game plan her perfect gift in your budget. We make jewelry buying easy and painless, so you can get back to the game. Nelson Jewelry in downtown Spencer. Employment Connections is your locally owned and operated employment agency where one application equals many opportunities. Come visit our certified staffing professionals to see what we can do for you. Don't forget to ask about our referral and hire on bonuses. The Average Joe, a hair salon for men on the go. Let Lisa have you looking your best today. Be sure to stop in on Wednesdays and receive $2 off your haircut. Look for The Average Joe at its new location in South Spencer at 603 South Grand Avenue. Walk-ins welcome or schedule an appointment at 712-580-3356. The Average Joe Hair Salon for Men. Southern Archery has been Spencer's go-to outdoor outfitter for more than 40 years. We carry the largest selection of handguns and long guns in the area and can help prepare you for the fall hunting season with new guns and bows or repairs to your existing equipment. Visit Southern Archery in South Spencer today. Hey, we're back. It is number three segment today on the SDR Triple Option Podcast. Randy Cothern, TJ Murphy. Yaman. That's what they say down in Jamaica, man. Would you like some red stripe, man? And Stop. some rum, man? This is offensive. Yeah, it's not not to like Jamaican people or anything. Just my own ears. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say terrible. This is worse than having to listen to TJ talk about not wearing his pants on the beach or whatever. You know what TJ should I didn't be wear talking anything about on that beach since it's the focus of this segment. Hmm. Postseason. <laughs> you knew exactly how I read your mind there. I read. I knew what he was going I was, with. I was just trying to segue, man. So speaking yeah. of which, we're going to talk a little more high school football as we kind of look around the rest of the state at what uh, we've got slated. This week and talk about our dump truck games, which we have a couple that we're debating about. Uh, about what the you don't really have the toilet bowl games, or you hope you don't have the toilet bowl games anymore. Although there could be one or two in there that are pretty pretty lopsided. Yeah, maybe down eight man. Oh, did oh did CCE make it? They didn't. They got they got snubbed. First snub. Oh. Yeah, that just makes, outside that, the. That makes me feel just outside our, the top sixty. <laughs> that makes me feel bad for our friends eighteen miles south of here. Oh, the fighting. Oh God, the, that, the rebels! That, I feel so bad the for rebels. them. The rebels, you poor fellas. And we said last week, uh, like they uh, they have punched their ticket. I said definitively they punched their ticket by punching I came in the mouth. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, you jinxer. Yeah, you said it's something of the sorts too. I said I, I at least 
acknowledge the scenario that Ridgeview could keep them from going to the playoffs. But you said also extremely unlikely, which I did not disagree with. It was. With, <laughs> I did not disagree with. <laughs> I thought they'd beat Alta, but well, you, know, you can't turn it over four times. And IKM Manning. Oh, Sioux Central turned over four times. Yeah, Ugh. and they uh, safetyed themselves on a bad punt. Ugh. Yeah. Well, and IKM Manning, I mean, you have to go and try and win that game. You win that game, you're in the playoffs. They yeah. have to play like that. Yeah. How are you going to lay an egg? Where are they going to be? Playoffs. How are you going to lay an egg like that? Manning, yeah, Manning rolled oh, over against a, a not good Ridgeview team, um, and I don't. Maybe they got some weird injuries after week seven, because they got they kind of got worked by Sioux Central in week eight. So, I, you know, it's high school football. And IKM beat Alta Aurelia, so that's a that's a heck of a Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, no we kidding. beat you. We beat you. No, we beat you. I will say, um, like, no offense to Sioux Central, but if we would have had the three way out of that district, that that would have been a disservice to the playoff field. There's a, It's a better playoff field with only one team coming from that district. Fair enough. Anyways. All right. We got that all sorted out. So what are we looking at, guys? Let's talk about dump truck game of the week. Where is Where are our dump trucks? Let's oh, uh, get this debate oh, going. Randy, this is easy. It's your Nighthawks. Absolutely. It's your Nighthawks. And look at their one loss on the season. At Sergeant Bluff Luton, when their quarterback gets injured in the second half, I think second half, maybe second quarter, if not for that, they'd be a perfect yeah, nine or no. It was yeah, it was second, early third quarter. I early think third quarter, and Spirit Lake. They were up. Yeah, what, they, they have twenty one seven at that. Twenty one three. Twenty one three at yeah, that point. Yeah. Thirty five. All right, so so Nader, we looked at. I uh, had you look this up in the break. I'm going to guess the spread for BHRV mm-hmm. and Spirit Lake. I'm staring right at it. All righty, thank you. The Nighthawks brought. No way. No way. No, all right, go ahead. Okay, he's going to say, <laughs> stop. Nighthawks by 22? Uh, 15.38, going oh, to the Algos. Goodness gracious, bet the Nighthawks. Oh, they're going to roll them, <laughs> yeah. in my opinion. Find, find somebody you can place that bet with and bet that. Uh, but by far and away, the dump trucking, according to the algorithm, is Max Duggan in Lewis Central hosting Carroll, the posers of the 3A playoffs. They happened to win a district that was trash. Just can, get, just can get, I, give can me get, one. Just give me one. All right, Randy, you want to go first? You want to guess uh, Carol at uh, Max Duggan? Um, going, I'm going to say 42. Oh, man, that's a good guess. 35. <laughs> it's 56, guys. Jeez. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. 56. Wow. I think that's like 17. Too, that's insane. Yeah, and we're obviously obligated to bring up Spencer's spread, which has us favored on the road by almost 14 points. So, local fans, if you can find some sucker down in Norwalk that wants to take that bet. Although, I don't, you know, that's a lot of that's points a, to yeah, give up. I mean, a, it's not that I don't line. think they can do it, but in a betting world, I don't know that that's a smart bet. That just means we have to make it Dale Norton South down there. I've used that term a lot this year. We need to go down there. We need to to root these guys on because I think we all agree, even before we looked up these spreads, we're the better team. I feel we all feel this. We feel this is a great spot for us. Let's get no 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 homerism there, but uh, let's cheer these guys on. (laughs) It it doesn't hurt watching them play every week. Yeah, but uh, you know, fourteens. That's, that's, take it. That's a lot of that's a lot of points to give up. They're not, they're not, the not as many as fifty six, but it's a lot of points to give yeah, up. Dude, I guarantee you, Lewis. I will take the fifty six points spread bet on Lewis. Oh, I got five bucks on that. Okay. There we go. I will, take, I will take the Tigers. I think it's Carol Tigers. Yeah, they're the Carol Tigers. I'll and take Carol. They ripped off the Bears logo. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're orange and black and white. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Mm -hmm. yeah, where's Chicago? Oregon got all over Okaboji for that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, really. I remember that. It's a, yeah, they jumped all over Okaboji for stealing their O. Nike don't play around, man. What was that? Uh, was it Southeast Polk Ankeny Centennial? What was that one? Was that 37 or something? Somehow, it has like a 116 matchup rating. But it's still a 20-point spread in favor of Ankeny Centennial. Southeast Polk, folks, is 4-5. and five. Centennial's a powerhouse. So Southeast Polk must be saving it all up for wrestling season. Yeah, man, well, yeah they, no they will be great on the mat. There's no doubt about that. But I'm pretty sure they are about to get worked on four, Friday night. On 4A bracket B, you got a potential second-round matchup, Valley Dowling. That's always a crowd pleaser. That's always a yeah. Let's go ahead. Memory. Let's go ahead and do that in the playoffs instead of the dome. That's a good idea. Yeah. Athletic association. No kidding. Woo! Nailed it. Saving some people a little bit of travel. That's all. It's a... I'll bet you that game would be in Des Moines if they played. Who wants part of it? You want five bucks on that? They, well, they should be playing it in Cedar Falls. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, we'll see. There's a lot. There, of, but... Looks like there's a lot of good teams. Well, there's a lot of traditional powers in 4A that are in the playoffs too. 3A also. I mean, Cedar Rapids, Xavier. They open with Pella. My goodness, that'll be yeah, a ball game. That is a, let's see what that one's bringing for us. Heelan and Sergeant Bluff. I mean, that was only a 14-point game they played in the regular season. That could be a ball game. Yeah, I, there's there's a lot. Of, well, obviously, it's playoffs because so you're getting into a great, great football time of the year. I, You know, I just want to say, overall, this time of year is fantastic Absolutely. for sports. I mean, if you're a sports junkie like I am, and you like all the sports, and I do, uh, I mean, if preferences, obviously football's number one, and I, basketball's a, a you know strong number two. But you got the you got the World Series going on. You got NBA kicking Bean off. Town, baby. Oh, speaking of which, I'm glad I'm between you two, considering who's in the World Series and who y'all root for. Yeah, I'm glad the guy, I'm sitting I'm, here. I'm the guy with the broom. Here's here's oh, what I'm it's here's, one game. Here's what I'm going to say. Let's bring it. We'll keep our little brief World Series discussion here in our football podcast, but. I'm just going to say my Dodgers, which I have been a fan from the time I was a little bitty kid, and Steve Boo. Garvey, Ron Say, Davey Lopes, the whole group. Boo. Uh, the Dodgers do not deserve to win in the World Series this year because they are playing the best team in baseball. I mean, the Boston Red Sox are the best team in baseball. They deserve to Arguably win. Arguably the greatest team of all time. I don't right, know about Justin? that. I don't know about that. But let's just go this year, the best team in baseball. So we got I got the top two MVP candidates in the AL. So, uh, bring the, your brooms. Dodgers, Bring your brooms to L.A. Dodgers going to be the bridesmaids again this year for the second straight year. and uh, It'll not, be a lot less heartbreaking, done. though, to lose in four instead of seven. Did you, you, <laughs> did you get uh, Pella Xavier? Did you get that spread? Yeah, Xavier's favorite to win by 39 and a half. Back to football. What? Yeah. What, 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 what? 39 and a half? Yeah, well, Xavier's pretty good. Oh, yeah, but so's Pella. Yeah, I mean, well, Pella's won two of the last three. Apparently, they're about like 40 that. points better. Pella <laughs> did, if we want to come full circle here, Pella did beat Norwalk 31-17 in week three at Norwalk. Competitive little ball game there. Jeepers. Yeah. What about uh, what about looking in 2A? Uh, you got uh, Kemper Catholic traveling to PCM Monroe. Uh, Monroe, a perfect 9-0, and and Catholic coming in at 5-4. and What is the spread on that one? Kemper's usually good, and... Yeah, Both Carroll teams fine. making the playoffs, but it doesn't look like either one really deserved it too much. So it could be a quick, uh, quick shot in the playoffs here for both teams from Carroll. And I'm curious about the other side of this bracket. While you're looking that up, the other side of the bracket with Spirit Lake and Boyd Hole Rock Valley would be bracket B there in Class 2A. Odebolt, Arthur, Battle Creek, Ida Grove taking on Southeast Valley. Southeast Valley is the team that knocked off Spirit Lake when they were had that great... One end. of the teams, too. Yeah, one of, one of two teams that did, but... They had that great game we were listening to coming back from the, the Quick Storm Lake 
a Tigers game this year. Listen to that last half, which was a fantastic game. Not that I want Spirit Lake to win, but it'd be fun to see those two hook up again. Yeah, no, do that all over again. No kidding. I think Southeast Valley they also just beat Algona too, so they're they're really kind of humming right now. Um, Southeast really? Southeast Valley shout out Coach Mike Sweeter taught me how to taught me driver's ed back in uh, 2001 when he was with uh-huh. Lakeland. So he's a local guy. We can could get have done for better. Sure. Hey, come, hey, 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 hey! Personal jabs. Come I've, on. I've hey, seen him drive hey. a golf cart, and it was good. It's not my fault we're in the dirt and ah. the, the tall grass looking for mine and your golf balls, okay? That's, <laughs> yeah, no that's not my fault, okay? I'm sending them over the road, baby. <laughs> What's that, a slice? Oh, much, much worse. Class 1A, West Lions, South Central Calhoun. South Central Calhoun, I see their scores every week and whatnot. They're, they're That could be a really awesome. good game. That could be a sneaky good game this week is that West Lion. It could be. West Lions only got one senior. They know they're not the uh, team they had last year, but... They're God, they're well good. coached and they're just salty every year. Um, Southern Cal, back in the day, when I was a senior, a road trip down to the Southern Cal game, CC at Southern Cal, and we were okay, but they were like number three. Got there, it was almost halftime. It was like forty-five to three. We just got back in the car, went back home. <laughs> we were like, ah, our buddies don't really want to want us to watch that. How far of a drive was that? You're, you're pretty far. Better. Yeah, yeah. Was, it's like a remember when segment as we. Recollect on everybody's uh, high school football past. That, uh, that Monroe spread, by the way, is Monroe by 44. Look at class eight. Over Kenner. Eight wow. man. Southeast Warren plays Newell Fonda. I, I don't know who Southeast Warren is and how they got ten games while the rest of us played nine. That's huh? Must play week they zero. Have a week zero game. Uh, they, they must have, but it looks like Newell Fonda will be in the playoffs long. I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong, obviously, but um, that, that's, a little, uh, that's a little weird. Northwood Kenzie at, at our Weaver. That should be a good one, I would think. We got Nate cranking on the computer here today. It's Knowledge very hard to read that. God <laughs> bless him. Quickly. Yeah. You're doing a good job, though, bud. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, betcha. The technology right. guru. Uh, Southeast Warren's only favored by 3.3 over Ooh. Newell. Ooh. Newell's, Newell's not bad. They're really good at pulling out. They've, they won a game on a last-second field goal and on a missed last-second field goal, I think, this year. Uh, but they're predicated on one kid, Bryce Kopick. He's a junior. He plays quarterback. He does everything. And they're always a physical team, so it's a really yeah. a tough team to get ready for. You know, they're Arguably, always going to bring it to you. They're, they're one of the best schools, regardless of size, of getting their kids in the weight room and making them into mm-hmm. bigger, stronger, more intimidating individuals. And I still have to say, um, was it five years ago they won the state title in uh, eight-man? Five, six years ago, something like that. I they have to be four. one. Of, was it four? Okay. They have to be one of the only teams that started off the season 0-3 or ran the table. Yeah. That has to be. Yeah, and it will never happen again, I, I don't think. I wouldn't think so. Um, with the 16 teams in the playoff field. So here we are. It's the end of the season. It's win or go home as we are ready for postseason play, or as Nate says, the playoffs. 18. You need nine in the next segment. Cut it off, cut it off, cut it off. <laughs> we, will, uh, we will get those in, and we will also uh, talk a little – uh, Iowa football coming up, uh, a huge game for the Hawkeyes this week as uh, they will be taking on Penn State, hopefully pulling off the big upset there. And, uh, of course, TJ's top five. Let's hope he researched them a little this week because he didn't last week and we saw how that went. TJ's bottom five. And considering I just I just got these picks in like a minute, don't expect much. <laughs> there you go. He's a bad gambler, folks. Don't put, don't put money on this. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with segment four in just a moment. Do you think car payments have gotten out of reach for you to get a new car? Have you considered leasing? Typically, lease payments are considerably less than conventional loans. 
check us out. We are Don Pearson Ford at DonPearsonFord.net or give us a call at 712-262-5750. Stop in at Brown's Shoe Fit. We have a shoe for every occasion, whether you're looking for a shoe to run in, work in, or just something casual. Every day we look forward to helping you find the perfect pair for any purpose or occasion. That's Brown's Shoe Fit in downtown Spencer. The flooring specialists at Mr. B's give their educated advice to help each customer find their perfect flooring. At Mr. B's Flooring, there is always an exceptional selection of flooring products, and you can be sure that your visit is friendly and personal. Free estimates, delivery, and installation services available. Call 712-580-4400. Make a tire or auto repair appointment today. Graham Tire of Spencer proudly serves Spencer and the Iowa Great Lakes. We feature tires that fit your needs and budget from top quality brands. We also pride ourselves on being your number one choice for any auto repair. Let us earn your business. Call Graham Tire today, 712-262-3700. Hey, we're back. Final segment of this week's broadcast, the SDR Triple Option Podcast. TJ Murphy. TJ's top five now, 16, 18, and 2 on the season. We were just 16, 13, and 2, and then your boy went 0 and 5 last week. He had Jamaica fever, man. He was a little focused, yeah. No, I I was clear-headed. Now I'm foggy. I would, I would, I'd take the Jamaica defense. <laughs> yeah, just, just. That's why. No, go work with us here. Just making a bad if, argument. When these week, when this week's picks go one and four, because I'm going to win the top one for god dang sure. I'm going to win the top. I one. feel pretty good about your top. Um, when I go one and four, I'll use the Jamaica excuse. But last week, no, I researched it. I just had a bad week. What do you want me to do? do Even that. Tom Brady throws an interception. Do better. Do better. That's the, the job of TJ's top five. Even you're, Pedroia you're, strikes out. You're, you can't settle for great. Got to be elite. <laughs> okay, I got to introduce Nate Shaughnessy here. Nate, oh, that's me. Playoffs. There you go. One more Eight time. Eight more. <laughs> <laughs> Working him in. And I am Randy Cothran as we talk, of course, uh, Iowa football here. Kind of touched on it just a second ago. The Hawkeyes taking on Penn State. Uh, for the Hawkeyes to win here, I think people are going to consider this an upset. Although they tend to do a great job. Uh, with these big teams and big games. I mean, they, they play, I think Damn they right. play better against the tough competition than they do against weak competition. Well, look at what they've done this season anyway. I mean, Minnesota's weak competition beat the doors in. Maryland uh, didn't Mar- score. Maryland had as many points as we did, oh, and only 115 more yards than us. Yeah. And we didn't get hit. That is an ours kicking. And Indiana. Bad red zone offense, though. By, by Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Well, it was a really windy yeah, lots day. Of field Gary, goals. Gary and Ed were saying it was a really windy day. So it made passing I don't care. tough, didn't we got it? to the 10. Come on. And Indiana, I, they're they're about 6-7 win program, I'd say, and I will, you know, beat the crap out of them. And Penn State only beat them by 5 last week. So if we want to play the compare game, you know. I don't, I don't know. I do uh we do need to take a quick shout out for the old uh, Boilermakers. Yes, we do. Nice work, Purdue. They were not Purdue this week. Uh, Iowa, they're going to have their hands full this week, obviously, in Happy Valley. Then I think after that, we're uh, we're at Purdue, I believe. Yeah. That, did, did you watch that Purdue game? Uh, you, bits and pieces, yes. That was the fullest I have ever seen those stands at mm-hmm. Purdue because I only ever watch when Iowa plays there, and there's like 80 people there. 50 of them are Hawkeye fans. Since the Drew Brees days, that's the fullest Ross 8 has been for that sure. That was nuts. Rondale Moore, that kid is Ooh. a freshman. Oh, my God, he's going to be tough to stop. Yeah. You, looks, see, you see that, Randy? A little bits and pieces of it. I didn't watch that the whole kid thing. When they awesome. had him wrapped up on the sideline, they just tried to throw him down because he's little. And he's like, nope, center of gravity's two inches off the ground. See you. And did they say, too, he's got like a 600-pound squat? 
It wouldn't shock me. The dude's I, got I think they said something like that. I'm, I'm not he's sure. He's got those but. Maurice Jones-Drew legs. Yeah, kid is a freak, and he's fast, quick. Super fast. Ooh. Yeah. And he's just a, a pure freshman, too. That makes it really tough for the what, Hawkeyes. But what the hell is he doing at Purdue? That is a good question. He's an Oregon player. Maybe they uh, maybe they offered him the most money? Maybe hey, a car? I don't know, Purdue. <laughs> Every you, team doesn't, think, come on. You think their budget is touching what other people can give <laughs> recruits? Especially, yeah, that's, that's true. You get the luxury of living and going to Purdue. Is Adidas their apparel provider? I think Nike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it is Nike, but yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of that, I think Bill Self's going to be in a lot of trouble from what I've heard. Yeah, well, I, I love that uh, Coach K, they asked him about it last week, and he's like, oh, it'll, it'll blow over. He's like, yeah. no. no. <laughs> this was pay to play. This is, uh, this is, this is bad. And, that, and that's just basketball. We're not even talking about what Alabama's doing. Not getting caught, though. That's what they're doing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that Saban's got great lawyers. That's the key. It's only illegal if you get caught. Is Kansas football playing, paying players to come? <laughs> yes, desperately. It's not working. Though. Anybody, just anybody, please, anybody. You look like you can play. Pretty what much you got every, going on? whoever gets cut from Morningside, they're just like, yeah, come on down. I guarantee you'll get a spot. We'll make it work in Lawrence. If you're good enough, you won't win, but the NFL will find you. I promise, <laughs> the NFL will find you. But uh, Penn State this week, I don't know how they're a six and a half point favorite right now. I love the opened Hawkeyes. at seven. I've seen it as low as four and a half. Uh, we talked about it earlier. I think it should be three and a half. Or yeah, or three. Because yeah, I yeah. I think I was a better team. I'd give them the home field three points or whatever mm-hmm. for Penn yep. State. Um, yeah, I feel great about that game going into it. Penn State does not look uh, all that confident. Uh, right and now. their defense is starting to get gashed by teams. Uh, Indiana put up twenty eight on them, and I think from what I saw, it was really was able to do kind of whatever they wanted. Ohio State was able to gash near the end. I think our offense could have a big day. Yeah, for Indiana sure. ran on them too. So if Indiana's running on you, then I always mm-hmm. gonna run on you. And good luck stopping our tight ends. It comes down to just like the Spencer game. What we do on offense, good luck stopping it. Right? Yeah, yeah. And Try your know, best. And we know the defense is going to be solid. They continue to uh, shine out there. You God, know. that defense is good. Trace McSorley's a bad dude, though. He is. Ooh, he does I love make Trace things McSorley. happen. It's, yeah. gonna, it's hard to cover guys as long as he can stay alive back there in the pocket. James Franklin is a word I would associate with Nebraska football, which I can't say on the air. Great, not elite. No, no, Nebraska football. Great. Nebraska football? It's the one that went on the great, not elite rant, man. I'm just. I I'm not a James. I don't like playoffs. James, I don't like James Franklin. I, I just do not like really? him. Really? I respect him. Nah. I think he's done a pretty good job. Kind of a cocky, yeah, whatever. Although Bill O'Brien did the heavy lifting after the Joe Pasta. Yeah, and I remember they came into Iowa City in like 2012 and just thrashed Iowa. Bill O'Brien was that a coach. That did not feel good. Were you at that game? Were you, were you in Iowa then or were you not? I. Uh, yeah, I went. Do to you game. remember I if you were there? It was a night game, so it got a little foggy. <laughs> <laughs> early, early day tailgating was it, uh, or just a full uh, night I mean, into if, day? If into it's night. a six or seven o'clock kickoff, it really doesn't matter, man. <laughs> oh, and, well. And speaking of this week's Iowa game, some of a group of the people I met down in uh, Jamaica, man. Um, they were from Pennsylvania, big Penn State fans. So I talked a lot of trash oh, to them nice. this week. A lot of trash. Like you know, we're coming, right? You we're, know, we're this such week a small we're, place. We're, we're coming for you. And they're like, "Yeah, we know. It'll be tough. Like damn right, it'll be tough. It will be tough." TJ causing in an mouth. international incident in Jamaica. <laughs> they were, they were, Iowa Hawkeye. They were, they were good people. One guy had a had a nice little feather duster mustache going up here, really thick, and a lot of nose hair. Great guy though, Dwayne. Was it just? <laughs> That sounds like a great guy. Great description. 
You've broken Shaughnessy. Look at that. But uh, the first night there, he'd had a few too many uh, beverages. And oh, he was, Dwayne. And he was saying, uh, he was talking some Penn State trash. And then his buddies told me, like, he doesn't even watch football. He's just, <laughs> he's just drunk. God, Dwayne sounds like a superhero. God, Dwayne was awesome. Let's bring him in. Let's bring him to Norwalk. I should have requested him on Facebook. That would have been great. Dwayne, what do you think? Could have got a little video. This week, instead of interviewing Coach Ty, we're interviewing Dwayne. We talked to Dwayne from Pennsylvania about the same stuff. Dwayne, did you ever see anything going on in the locker rooms there at Penn State? Showers and weird bizarre shower behavior? Oh, no. No, I can't disrespect my man Dwayne like that. Dwayne, they're good football people over there. They love their football. Oh, they the, don't get kicked. The one night, um, they had this little beach party thing going on, and the one guy, he went up on stage. They called newlyweds up, and he said, I'm from Philadelphia, home of the Super Bowl champions. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, how's that going this yeah, year? Shut the hell up. You're really killing it this Living year. Living in the past. <laughs> Nick Foles. What do you like, Nebraska, too? <laughs> you want a Super Bowl with Nick Foles? God, that's just disgusting. Haven't said much about Nebraska Rings this a ring. Week. Well, knock, knock. Who's there? One. One who? And six. Woo! <laughs> Gatorade bath. Gatorade bath. For dump trucking Minnesota. For beating the Gophers. Gatorade bath. They got they got off this night. They're very happy. I'm sure the Nebraska fans will live with that win. I assume they I assume Nebraska fans think they're going to the playoff now, right? So they're like, oh man, we beat Minnesota. Playoff. Six. Playoff. Four more. Uh, did they start chanting, we want Bama, after that game? <laughs> no, they uh, do they know better? Uh, side note, at uh, volleyball on Monday at Emmitsburg, Emmitsburg beat Sioux Central in five sets, and their student section got in the hallway and chanted, we want Bama, afterwards. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was great. I thought you were going to tell me they started chanting Shag Nasty from no, the student no, section over there. I don't think the Emmitsburg folks it hasn't like spread. It hasn't spread over there like that? Well, it spreads. Nebraska and Spirit Lake don't like us at all. And MLC Floyd Valley, but unlike Pro- us very Probably much. not much. Or really anybody west of here, because there's a lot of Dutch folks over Anybody there. who's lined up a, across the line from the Tigers this year, probably not big fans of the podcast. <laughs> hey, Norwalk, screw you. <laughs> yeah, take that. Making friends everywhere we go. Go back to the burbs. Yeah. Okay, Jabronis. just so you know, we're not eating in Norwalk now. Uh, we will not be going into Norwalk There's probably for nothing food. to eat there look, anyway. This look like spit to you. <laughs> we're e- Ooh, Jethro's in Des Moines. Ooh, if we got the time. Well, that would be awesome. Oh, is there? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, that would be all right, Randy. going to have to see what the – we'll look at the travel schedule and talk about it. See, So you can caravan down with us. Uh, join the SDR Triple Option Podcast Caravan. We'll stop in. We'll uh, take over Jethro's for a while, uh, eat some delicious meat, and then head off like the mm. uh, crazy carnivores we are to uh, tear up at Norwalk. Dang right. So, what do you guys think about gambling? I like gambling. I hope you didn't gamble last week and take my advice. I sure didn't. I sure didn't. It's time for DJ's Top 5, brought to you by Jim Morris Sr. Playoffs! Had to sneak it in there. You just came up with that, didn't you? (laughs) Sure did. Three more. Game number one, Iowa at Penn State. Already referenced this one. It's Penn State by six and a half. Love the Hawkeyes here. You can either uh, play it safe, take the points, or... If you want to live dangerously, just do it on the money line. You get paid better if they happen to win, which I think they will. I think I was a better team. Um, it's not going to be quite the the night whiteout. You think of the uh, you think of games at Happy Valley, the games at night. They're a lot tougher. Two thirty, it'll still be loud, but I think our veteran laden team can figure it out. I uh, love Iowa this week, so that's pick number one. Creepy ESPN Boy Sky Gay Nate Shaughnessy, game number two. 
Philadelphia at Jacksonville. Where's this game at, creepy ESPN voice guy? And the sad, sad place of the losers of 1812. <laughs> you forgot 1776 or 7? Well, well, I was just going to the most recent L. Fair enough. Uh, Philly by 3 at Jacksonville. Uh, just I'm taking Philly uh, to cover the three points, and I'm just not going to beat around the bush. Jacksonville has Blake Bortles at quarterback. Or Cody Kessler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did, he did yeah, come. He, did, he gets to play Bortles now. got benched. How bad is that, dude? Hey, for Cody Kessler. Both teams are going to struggle. They're in the European black hole. So they're both going to struggle over there. No. In the yeah, it's, it's very yeah, difficult for any Seattle, team other than Oakland to play over Seattle there. Seattle sure did. Uh, I'm taking such a struggle. I'm taking Philly in this one to cover the three points. Creepy ESPN voice guy Nate Shaughnessy game number three. New Orleans at Minnesota. Not gonna lie, this is probably a homer pick, but I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Uh, that's Vikings by one Sunday night game. Gonna take my squad. Uh, New Orleans last week they played on the road, played a tough t- game at Baltimore. Did you guys see Justin Tucker miss the extra point? Yeah, Justin Tucker. Oh my god! Probably the greatest kicker in the league. Oh, by leaps and bounds. Yeah, he can he can kick eighty yarders. And he missed the extra point. And did you see his eyes like he was just <laughs> What happened? He's confused. He um, should be confused. This is actually what happened? What happened? You, know actually, you, you know where you can't have kicks like that? The postseason. The playoffs. <laughs> yeah. This is a huge uh this is a huge revenge spot after for New Orleans after last year's postseason. But I'm still going to go with my squad, the Vikings. Um, creepy ESPN voice guy, Nate Shaughnessy. You don't like game number four that I have picked. I don't. Tampa Bay, who is awesome at Cincinnati, who sucks. Uh, I think you got the other way around there. But Tampa Bay, <laughs> Tampa Bay is tough, you know. They should have beat Atlanta in Atlanta. They've that's got for good sure. players, at least. You have some really nice players. Yeah. But at Cincinnati by four and a half, I would be, I would be thinking about leaning Tampa Bay on that one. Maybe I should have went with that on this. But, and it's over under 54. I'm going to take the under. I was just going through the games not too long ago, and that just seemed like a really high total to me. Yeah, it does seem high, but Tampa's got a good offense and a trash defense. Uh, they just had the one play hard game after you fight, fire your defensive coordinator. Uh, so there's probably a little bit of regression from their spectacular showing to bring the Browns to overtime. <clears throat> Is that Cleveland's 10th overtime game this year? It's their fourth. Oh, j- close. They've won, lost, lost, and tied. Okay, okay. And I wanted to play for the tie in that game. I'm not going to lie to you. Didn't Tampa Bay have a really big lead in that game, too? Weren't you guys up by... They were up by 14 twice. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well done, Baker. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Baker. And we got to tag Baker in the head. What? Uh, whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the under in that game, under 54. Um, probably I'd almost like better Tampa Bay getting the four and a half points. But for a, the official sake here, I'm taking the under. It's top six. What's my last game, creepy ESPN voice guy? Washington at the New York Gigantes. I am taking the skins here on the road, giving up a point. Uh, basically because Washington doesn't have Eli Manning. And I've liked what I've seen out of Washington. Just beat Dallas, a, th- a game I thought Dallas would win. Adrian Peterson starting to look good. They might get Chris Thompson back. Um, I like what I see out of Washington. Alex Smith playing well. When Alex I take Smith them. does not cost you games. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I mean, he, generally no. he's not the guy that's going to cost you a game. He'll manage a game for you. And once in a while have a breakout game. But he is not the kind of quarterback that's going to cost you a game. You see, Adrian started to run the ball well, too. Yeah. Alex Smith still isn't worth $94 million. No, absolutely know. not. Like, he is a game manager. I, I think just, that's a great way to look at I just at love him. it. They couldn't wrap their arms around Kirk Cousins, but you could Alex Smith. Who yeah. would you rather have right now? In the playoffs? No, in the regular season. Oh, We're okay. not at the oh, uh, postseason not, right not now. Not quite there yet. All right. No. I'm gonna I'm going to take Washington Mahomes. in this one. Um, so I'm going Iowa, Hawkeyes, Philly, 
Vikings, under, Tampa Bay Cincinnati game, and the Washington Redskins, TJ's top five. Wow. Now somebody has to talk. I don't even I don't I even, think he's gonna I don't even know how to follow that up. I think he's going amazing. He's going two and three this week. Is that what you're I'm picking? at least going one and four. He's gonna get that Iowa game. Well, what else am I getting right? Philly? Cheesesteaks. Yeah. Oh, Philly'd be great. I, Philly's a pretty good bet, man. Should we uh cheesesteaks to eat before we get to Norwalk? No, man, if we're gonna try and hit Jethro's. Uh we're leaving at noon. Yeah. Yeah, let's double up. Well, we're leaving at noon. All right. Well, guys, that's going to do it for this week. first week of our playoff edition. Come on. Playoffs! There you go. What the heck was Where that? Where are we at? Where are we at? Over, was, under, I'm under. I'm not saying. I've got it in my head. I ain't saying. But if Shaughnessy says it like 13 times in a row right now, you'll hit over. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure if I say playoffs one more time, then I get it. Oh, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're right there. Postseason. We All set right. the over-under at the right mark. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, we did. Push. This is going to do it for us this week. We're going to be road tripping it down to Norwalk on Friday. We'll see you down there. Please, fans, make sure you get the Shag Nasty chant going out. Uh, tell your friends. Mega Live was great last week, so let's top that and scare the heck out of the folks from Norwalk. They don't know what you're talking about. What's wrong with that? Thank you, Justin Thomas, producer of the show, does all the legwork for us. We just sit up here and mess around. That's right. TJ Murphy, Nate Shaughnessy, I'm Randy Cothran. We will see you next week with more SDR Triple Option Podcast. Postseason. Playoffs. I knew where you were going. <laughs> the SDR Triple Option Podcast is sponsored by Ruland Nursery and Tree Dock, Mr. B's Flooring, Graham Tire, Employment Connections, Exact Eye Care, Nelson Jewelry, Brown's Shoe Fit, Southern Archery and Gun, Northwest Iowa Bone Joint and Sports Surgeons, the Average Joe Hair Salon for Men, Don Pearson Ford, The Sports Page Grill and Bar, and Hy-Vee. That'll do it for Episode 11 of the SDR Triple Option Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and tune in next week for continued coverage of the Iowa High School football postseason. Thank you for listening. So long, everybody. We've seen Mike's story throughout this season. He's played mostly on the right side. One of them might have may shadow him on a, on a uh, smart marker this for this game. We don't know their roster. <laughs>